Damn, that was that uh, physical therapy earlier, Dusty? You're right. Physical therapy? Oh. Damn, was it like that scene when Batman gets that thing for his knee? <laughs> or when he gets when he gets told he doesn't have any cartilage in his knees anymore? Oh, shit. Oh, no. They were just shucking my ass. <laughs> like, so it's like that other Batman movie. For like 10 minutes in the Dude, dark. Shut that door, yeah? Yeah, they, because uh, my phone was on, I set it on like a, the outside or whatever. Because she was going to use the shock therapy and I was like, I don't know if I should have any electronics on me. She's like, oh, I'll set it over here. And it kept buzzing because of a group chat. And she's like, oh, do you need your phone? I was like, no, I'm good. But I didn't know she was going to leave. So she left. She's like, all right, well, I guess I'll let, let you rest. And she turned off the light and she left. <laughs> I don't know why she turned the light off. I don't know either. So I was just sitting there on the side and just with the little, uh, what do they call those? Little like pads. Yeah. On my ass, and it was just shocking for like 10 minutes straight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, on that note, are you guys ready to go? Too many chillikers. Yeah, let's, let's do this. Those are good. All right. Um. You must remember this a kiss is just a kiss. Good morning, Vietnam! You're going to need a bigger boat. Hasta la vista, baby. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Steven, and here's another bonus episode of Don't Get Me Started, presented by Play It Again, man. I still have my uh, guest host here, Dustin Perez. Taddy. And uh, returning again is Jerry Rojas. Salutations. And uh, we are going to talk about the one and only, the Batman. <laughs> There's been more. Um, no, we're, we're going to talk about Batman today. Um, not just the Batman, directed by Matt Reeves, that just came out this last week that's taken the country by storm. But we're also going to be talking about um, our relationship with Batman, the movies that came out, and uh, pretty much, uh, yeah, like... Kind of how we did the Star Wars one last time. We have a lot of takes on these, so let's get started. And let's just talk about what our relationship is with Batman. Like, did we really like when we were kids? When did we first, like, realize we were Batman fans? And then, obviously, going forward, seeing, you know, knowing the Tim Burton Tim Burton movies come out. And then there's the animated series. Uh, the Joel Schumacher movies are coming out. Um, the two of those ones. And then the Nolan trilogy. And now this new Batman iteration. Oh, yeah, and we can touch on shitty DCEU stuff, but I don't really need to spend any time on that if, you know, if anything, we'd just be complaining about that, I'd imagine. But, um, all right, yeah, uh, Jerry, up first, uh, your take on Batman. Um, well, you mean, like, what, uh, how I was introduced to Batman? Yeah, 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 just re- remembering, like, why okay. why you're because you are a fan of Batman yeah yeah why you're a fan of Batman what really brought you into it like so um I think there's a uh like a lot of the millennial generation has a a, a pretty strong connection with Batman because w- when we grew up on the 89 Tim Burton Batman yeah and the Batman returns and then the Schumacher incidents. Of the 90s, so we, we grew up with Batman, um, but my first memory of Batman was actually watching some 
episodes of the like the '60s Adam West Batman. Oh, really? Yeah, because my dad my dad was a big Batman guy, and so um, I remember actually. No, 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 no. My first introduction to Batman was the '89 Batman, and I actually remember. That's like one of my first memories is I actually went to the movie theater to see it. That's pretty incredible. And I have had to been like two. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. But it was like my first memory. I just remember like being in there and then um, just like mesmerized by all the 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 toys that were coming out. Yeah, and then, of course. And this is like years later, right? Yeah. So I, my connection with Batman was like watching some of the uh, old Adam West Batmans, and I thought they were just really strange. Yeah. And course. if you watch them now, they're still really Very strange. Very strange, yeah. And then, of course, we've had, we had the uh, Batman Returns, is what I remember probably the most. Yeah. And then, honestly, it was just all the toys that Dude, came the toy, out. the toys that came out. So there, there is a thing. Um, the reason why Batman changed from the Tim Burton stuff is because of McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And it's because McDonald's couldn't sell... The parents were complaining that that those movies were too dark and they couldn't sell the toys. Yeah. So that's why they went in a different direction. But the toys that came, I mean, I think as kids, I think we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Watching the Schumacher ones, you enjoyed those movies when you were a kid, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, um, yeah, I did. No, for sure. And then um, I know, like the history of of like the the transition from the Tim Burton to the Schumacher. Uh, because they couldn't sell toys, but you know what? I don't know if I buy that because the animated series came out right in the early '90s. It was pretty dark. Yeah, it seemed a lot dar- darker than something like uh, Batman and Robin. To oh be yeah, honest. definitely. But dude, all the toys were like Batman with a rocket launcher on his well, back. That's what I was gonna say. The the, to- the toys Batman. that came out from the Schumacher films, mm-hmm. there was. Because I know what you're talking—the animated series ones—they had those, but then, but those ones were designed after the cartoon. Yeah. So, like the ones that came out for the Schumacher like movies, the, it was kind of the same concept. He's got a rocket. He's got yeah, a yeah. They were like, pretty violent, and but like they look like more like like hu- human style. You yeah, know? They, they they were different, and I remember. Uh, yeah, I, I would say my closest my connection to Batman was, dude, just watching those commercials for those toys and just wanting like. Oh, I want Ice Blaster Batman or yeah. Iron Cape Batman, and <laughs> there's so many different ones. There's so many, so that's kind of like my introduction to Batman was a lot of what you know, uh, what they were selling us kids, and then yeah, the animated series was really cool too. But I think like a lot of us, um, same thing that I was talking about with the prequels mm-hmm. for Star Wars. Once we got past. Batman and Robin, and then Batman goes away for a while. We're kind of like, there's a bad taste in our mouth for oh, Batman. Oh yeah, and it's like, like uh, I know we said in our last podcast, the more as you're separated from those Schumacher movies, and the older you get, you're like, you know what? They didn't turn up the AC in that theater <laughs> when Mister <laughs> Freeze it. came on. Uh, 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 and then, and then the Nolan movies come out, and then yeah, the Nolan. I remember. Um, Batman coming out, and I remember everyone was excited um, because it was some time that before, right? Uh, 1997 to 2005, so 2005. Almost, ten, almost 10 years. Yeah, so um, I remember being pretty excited. At that time, I didn't know who Christopher Nolan was. Yeah, I had um, no idea who he was. I did see Memento, but I was not. I was just like, whoa, that movie was weird. I didn't really yeah. like dive into it. And I remember walking out and like, yeah. 
that was cool. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I got excited for Batman again. And then you have the Dark Knight, um, and that was just, that was crazy. Yeah, it was otherworldly. And I know we'll probably get into more detail around that, but, yeah, you yeah. know. Changed it, comic books forever. Yeah, yeah. comic books. Uh, you want to say it changed the way superhero movies were made, but that, that's... Yeah, that's what, it, that's what I meant. But yeah. even then, that wasn't necessarily true all the way which everybody is, was shooting for it but not a lot of people yeah they didn't and even like later the dceu movies were like oh we need the dark and gritty but it was yeah, like dude it, it was blunt. not like yeah this. it was um that was no not, fla- no flavor no flavor it wasn't based in um any sort of <laughs> reality yeah um so those again leave another you know sour taste yeah in mouth. definitely um so I don't really want to get into the Batman um, just yet, uh, but uh, you were excited go, like to go see that one. Yeah, I was very excited to see that one. Okay. One um, for a couple of reasons. Um, Matt Reeves, I I loved his work on the the Planet of the Apes yeah, series. The I thought trilogy. it was so cool. Yeah, um, the cast was a, a huge draw for me. Robert Pattinson has been in some pretty interesting things as of late, really shaking off that uh, glitter. That glitter aura he he had in um, the Twilight series. Yeah. So um, I was like, you know, I'm he's making really interesting choices. So for him, Matt Reeves, um, Andy Serkis is. Yeah. Amazing. I was so excited to see Andy Serkis as Alfred. As Alfred, and uh, a little disappointed it wasn't enough. It just yeah, like we'll, it, we'll, we'll get it, we'll get into that right. Though. But we'll really quick, yeah. Side note: Don't get me don't get me started. Andy Serkis. There's not enough of him in any of the movies he's in. That's true. I mean, technically, there's plenty of him in the eighth trilogy. True, but he's an ape. Yeah, I want to see Andy Circus. That's true. You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, I was excited. I went to see it. I wasn't disappointed. Um, I don't think I really had any. Well, I guess I did have some expectations, but I kind of went in like ready to like oh right this could be totally different than how i imagine it and yeah. it was but in a really good way mm-hmm. i was really surprised so uh yeah okay uh dustin same question what like how do you really get into batman um obviously we enjoy going to see these movies and then how did you how was your experience going from burton to schumacher animated series if you've seen the uh the Adam West version, and then going into Nolan and wh- where we are now. Um, let's see. Honestly, do I my my earliest memories of of Batman were I had some comics from I had like Batman Superman comics and some Spider Man comics, but and some other random ass comics. But a lot of that memory is pretty fuzzy. Like, I don't remember actually going back to the old, like, a lot of those Batman movies till later on and kind of, like, would forget about him again and kind of rewatch him again. So you probably saw him, like, once when they came out and probably, then didn't yeah. go back to him. Yeah, like, I think the biggest impression was from uh, the the second Tim Burton Batman. Batman Returns. Yeah, that, that one... That one probably made the biggest impression on me, and then I kind of everything else is kind of a blur. I remember mm-hmm. some, I remember a lot of some like silly things in there. Yeah, I just remember like Batman doing a thumbs up, and I was like, "I'll come Batman doing a <laughs> yeah. thumbs up in his fucking." We'll we'll get into it. <laughs> uh, we'll and, talk and just, in length about stuff. But I mean, other than that, like 
even like the toys, like I kind of remember the toys, but still just like one big blur. The same yeah, thing yeah. with like the cartoon, just is one huge blur. Like, oh, okay. And so like, I think when I'm just gonna skip skip all of it, jumping right to Nolan's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, fine. When those ones came out, I was even. I think I didn't go in theater because I was just like, eh, Batman, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't know that they were gonna be what they were. Yeah, I, I didn't watch the first one until. Uh, till later on yeah and then before dark knight came out or yeah before dark okay. knight came out okay. and i remember when the dark knight was coming out i was just like yeah whatever like not a bit not a big deal at all and i remember yeah i remember being like yeah whatever and then like we had gone in and this is yeah this is how much i didn't really care to like go see the the newest batman yeah uh, when, when we went in, we had got tickets, but we had gotten fucking front row tickets. Uh, yeah. And so I don't remember who was with us, but we got front row tickets. And those, I remember that was like one of the only times I ever sit in the front row and we saw it and I was just like, oh, this movie's fucking cool. Like, yeah. And then after that, I was like, oh, well, I'm going to go back and rewatch the first one. So yeah, yeah. I think I had seen it. I just, it was just like, you know, on TV or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I went back, rewatched the first one and was like, oh, this is cool. Like, yeah, all right. I don't know how I missed this. And then. Yeah, after that, I was just like, all right, Batman's fucking, you know, he's tight. Yeah, he's fucking, Batman's ba- cool. Yeah, Batman's fucking cool. Nice. And so then, yeah, I, I kind of, uh, I don't know, I, I, I really kind of respected how, like, what he was doing with that. And I oh, remember for course, a long time, I was just like, yeah, this is how fucking superhero movies should be. And, like, I think at the time, I wasn't really watching, like, Marvel stuff. Because yeah. I was like, oh, no, like, they should be more like like how yeah, yeah, yeah. Christopher Nolan's Batman is. And, yeah, who knows? I would have been full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, with the anticipation for this new movie, The Batman, directed by Matt Reeves, uh, how how were you feeling when you heard about, you know, the casting and, like, so seeing the trailer and stuff? Now, after, like, you know, years of, of like, watching movies and shit. Yeah. Just, when I heard Matt Reeves, I was like, oh, that's that's interesting. That's, that's a very interesting pick, uh-huh. especially after, like, Chris Nolan. Because I know he did... Like Cloverfield, uh-huh. and and then he did uh, uh, "Let Me In," which is a, a, a re- remake of, of "Let, uh, the, Let right the Right One In." One in yeah, and I was, and that one had apparently got like really good reviews, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, that's super cool!" Like, and then he did the Planet of the Apes movies, and those ones were like, "Oh, the, I w- those were like unexpected." Yeah, but nice. unexpectedly good to to take a concept like apes taking over the world and yeah. they talk mm-hmm. and make it like that good yeah. was really surprising and. And Saul's so just like, oh, yeah, we'll see. And then Robert Pattinson hopped on and, like, instantly everyone's, like, talking shit. Yeah, and I was like, course. wait, hold on. Does it, did anyone ever any see any of the other movies he was in? Like, yeah. instantly everyone's and like, then Twilight. Also, fucking, Batman fucking as a franchise is notorious for somebody getting casted and everybody shitting on them. And then they just fucking knock it out of the park. Like, yeah. Michael Keaton, Heath Ledger, Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember the same thing. Even, like, Ben Affleck got, got some shit. yeah. Not as much, not as much. Not as but, much. Uh, yeah, people yeah. Were, were shitting on him. And, uh, yeah, the first trailer came out, and I was like, oh, this looks fucking cool. Yeah, right? But, okay. I mean, I'll, I'll get more into, like, what I, my thoughts are. Oh, of course, of say. course. We'll get the, we'll get there eventually. Um, okay, so for me, um, my first real memories, I, I, I remember going to see Batman Returns, um, and I had a... And at the time, I'd already seen the first Batman. It kind of creeped me out, too, because Jack Nicholson was a clown super scary looking and everything yeah. like that but as i watched it more and more i got into it um and then i remember going to see batman returns and really fucking liking it mm-hmm. um and at the time i'm a huge 
pre-2000s Tim Burton fan, so I would watch all of his shit over and over again. So just aesthetically, I really liked those movies. Um, but like I said, as a kid, I didn't, I didn't really understand, especially because Tim Burton's name was still on, like, produced the Joel Schumacher mm-hmm. ones. I don't understand, like, the nuances of them, like, taking over the franchise and watching those movies. Dude, as a little kid... As shitty as Batman and Robin was, I had like a whole spread from the newspaper with like oh, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger and everybody all on, the McDonald's on, t- on top of them. Yeah, all that shit. So I really liked the the first ones, and then obviously the animated series was fucking mm-hmm. incredible. I loved it so much. Um, and then watching the Schumacher ones, I was really really into those when I was a little kid. Yeah. My family really liked a lot of them too. Um, well, my family really liked Batman Forever growing up. Nobody ever really mentioned Batman and Robin ever again. We'd like to forget <laughs> that one. And then, like we said, you know, I was, what, nine years old when the, the Batman and Robin came out. And I was like, oh, this is cool for, like, two years. And then, flash forward, I'm, like, 14, and I can give a shit about Batman yeah, movies. And, totally. I mean, I still like the originals, but um, then I remember... Here, I, I don't even remember really seeing trailers that much or anything. Mm. I just remember, oh, there's a Batman movie coming out. I'm going to go watch it. And uh, I went... Chris Nolan? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Batman Begins. Yeah, like I was thing. like, oh, there's a new Batman coming yeah. out. With no expectations at all. Mm. And I went in and I watched it. And I was like, damn, this is a lot different from what we mm-hmm. got previously. And, you know... It's pretty cool, but I wasn't like, oh, this is fucking the coolest version of Batman I've ever seen. But I was yeah. just like, oh, this is really different, and mm-hmm. there's things that I like about it, things that I don't. And then by the time um, The Dark Knight came out, there was just so much hype around the franchise and so much hype around Heath Ledger, and then he dies. Oh, yeah. So watching yeah. that and then seeing that movie blew me the fuck away. Um, it was just an incredible, incredible performance by Heath Ledger, and then obviously from then being getting to know who Nolan was, because like you said, I had no idea who Christopher yeah. Nolan was at the time. But then he becomes an overnight sensation because of the Batman movies. So then by Dark Knight Rises, um, I'm totally fucking in. And then, um, you know, growing up, I always wanted to make a Batman Beyond movie mm. um, because I really didn't want to watch that cartoon when it came out but when i watched it, i was like this is fucking incredible um so my dream was always to make a batman beyond movie where you bring back michael keaton as fucking old batman and you have like (laughs) danny elfman do the score and like just make it like really really fucking cool yeah but in my head i was always like nobody would ever make that movie ever in a million years there's no way anybody Mm. like nobody would care about batman beyond or whatever not knowing the climate that we would be in today and oh in yeah 2013 i think they announced oh we're gonna make a batman versus superman movie and i swear to god to this day i blame the entire like downfall of human civilization on the fact that after you make a batman superman movie you can make whatever the fuck you want so yeah. i was like oh shit that's in a um in children of men right in the post-apocalyptic world. Is that the movie where... Yeah, it was in I Am Legend. I Am Legend. I Am Legend, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Post-apocalyptic world, you see a poster for a Batman versus Superman. And I remember yeah. seeing that and like, oh, that'd be so crazy. It would be awful. That's yeah, what I thought. I thought it'd be awful uh, because uh, I just don't care about Superman. Yeah, I, I really don't care about Superman and at you're, all. you're right. Uh, it's been downhill from 
2013. <laughs> yeah. So any of you nine-year-olds listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so those movies came out. I really, I, I went to go see Batman versus Superman because I was like, I want to see oh, what they're going to do sorry. with this. And then I watched it and I was like, that was awful. And yeah, terrible, terrible, terrible. And then they announced that Ben Affleck is going to di- write and direct the Batman, and he's just coming off hot off of Argo and like yeah, the yeah. town and everything. So I'm like, okay, I'll give Ben Affleck a shot. Like those movies were good and everything, and then goes around Hollywood, doesn't work out, yeah. and uh, yeah, uh, Matt Reeves picks it up. And I'm like, oh shit, Matt Reeves, that guy's fucking awesome because he did the Apes trilogy and everything. And uh, when they cast Robert Pattinson, my initial reaction was like him. But yeah. then I had to remember, I was like, dude, everybody's fucking gets counted out all the time. Mm-hmm. And then I started watching, you know, Good Time, The Lighthouse, and fucking a bunch of other st- stuff that he's in. And I was like, okay, he is a good actor, so yeah. we'll see where this goes. And then upon seeing the trailer and everything, I was like, I'm on board. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we just saw the movie. But um, let's let's rewind the clocks a little bit here. Um, obviously, the biggest, uh, like part of batman since um the adam west movies and obviously the comics was the tim burton franchise mm-hmm. i know you said you you dustin you know you probably saw them once and then didn't go back to them or whatever since then i'm sure you've seen them again um how do you guys feel about those movies um in general um dude i i still go back to them uh, they're just so it's such a, like, so the separation that I've had from, like, the Schumachers and, and me looking back now, and I'm like, oh, those are just awful. When I go back and watch the Burton movies, like, now, they still seem a little strange, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. But I think our connection with uh, Tim Burton has also changed throughout, but you still see what, like, 90s Burton like why what made him so great and it was in those movies but the first like the first batman i love it has prince in it yeah it's great like it's so weird it's really wacky it's so weird but it it, like batman's a weirdo like no he is a weirdo i know i know we've we've talked about this about like robert Robert pattinson uh he's super awkward he's super awkward he looks like a weirdo in the movie and then you go into tim burton's uh world and then you see batman and you're like wow okay he's weird in this world too yeah and there's like swirls everywhere but it's 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 so it's so strange it is it is super strange but it's so cool and then you got i mean michael keaton is just an awesome actor and like yeah i think he's great in it um Jack Nicholson is joker used to scare the shit out of me as a kid yeah yeah especially that uh two scenes in particular the one where he goes into like, is that Bruce Wayne's like little like his uh, penthouse, and then he starts uh, shooting the paint all over the paintings, or is that uh, no? They're they're at a they're at a museum, a or, museum. or like a restaurant, yeah, museum. something like that. Yeah. And I remember just getting so freaked out by that, and then uh, with the balloons in that parade, and yeah. then like what the gas was doing to these people, and I was like, and then <laughs> funny thing is. I would always look into in red toolboxes for a gas mask because I was always like, you never know when the Joker's going to come and gas you with some sort of deadly gas. But looking at those now, I think like 
Burton really captured like the weirdness of of Batman, but he also there was a lot of it, like it was a lot of grime to the Gotham City. Yeah, I really I really liked I really yeah, liked those. Yeah, it was really like like 80s 70s New York, which was really di- grime yeah, and really, crime, like yeah. crime filled. And I felt that in in both those movies and then uh, not again until I would say uh the Batman. Yeah. Yeah, you get definitely. A, you did, get a Gotham so dark. Didn't they film those in London? The Tim Burton ones? Uh some parts of them. Um I hmm. little tit, little tidbit by the way. Um the the um the entrance to the Batcave in those movies was in lo- downtown Los Angeles on uh Lower Grand. And how I used to introduce myself to everybody in kindergarten until I was like ten is my mom's building is the Bat Cave every single time. <laughs> yeah, shut up, Steven. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. But Steven. uh yeah, no, I, I, I really love those movies. I can go back and watch them now. And yes, they are like a little bit dated, but there's something really great to appreciate like the I mean, obviously Tim Burton's just aesthetic the way the way he puts movies together mm-hmm. and like how they look. Very the moodiness and and what's that? It's a very Burton esque. Yeah. Oh, especially Batman Returns. Yeah, B- Batman Returns is is uh, uh is wildly different from the first one. Um, I like that it takes place during the holidays, so you oh, get this yeah. great contrast of like white snow everywhere, mm-hmm. but everything else behind is just so black. And then, and then Danny Elfman's score in the oh, yeah. second is just. I mean, obviously the iconic yeah. like Batman theme, but the second, I always think of the ending, where. <laughs> The penguin is like lying in the water, <laughs> yeah. and those pe- and those giant like, emperor penguins show up, and then that that music that's playing in the back is just yeah. so eerie. The the Catwoman theme, and um, what a, what a crazy ass like task that they had of like, okay, nobody thinks this Batman movie is gonna work. Yeah, Tim Burton is a relatively, I mean, he did Pee Wee's Big Adventure and fucking uh, Beetlejuice right before this, yeah. and. You know those movies are successful, but like they're giving him this project that's like almost impossible. And then you get mm-hmm. Jack Nicholson to sign on. At the time, thinking about Jack Nicholson like a big fucking Oscar winning movie star yeah. to be in a fucking a comic book movie is he, insane. Yeah, that's uh, like because what comic book movies even were out at that time? Just Superman's Superman, and but, those had really gone downhill. By yeah, that point. they did. They almost got a. Tim Burton Superman too. Yeah, that will that's that's would have been <laughs> awful. Um I would have liked to see that. With Nick Cage. With Nick Cage? I mean, it, dude, it's gotta be so weird that you're just like uh, I kinda wanna know what I yeah, just wanted to yeah, know. Yeah, I could see that. But uh, uh yeah, I mean the fact that it's like, oh, uh Warner Brothers decides, you know, to to greenlight a Batman series. Or a movie, yeah. and it's like, how would you even film, how would you adapt a comic book movie into the big screen? Especially at that time where, you know, CGI is not even, it's, yeah, it's, it's like infancy, infancy maybe. Yeah. And uh, you get these really like, although Batman is a, is a human, like, you know, he's a human he's being a without super, dude, yeah. superpowers. It's probably a good idea to start with somebody like that. Yeah. Um, but still, comic books are Fucking yeah. weird. So he he does that one and it's a fucking huge mm-hmm. success. Huge success. And then you have they're like, now they're going crazy. Like now we can make a lot of money off this. We know it works. We know the formula. And then not only are they gonna make another one, but they wanna put fucking 
they have Harvey Dent in there. They had a plan to bring out mm-hmm. Two Face in there, and the Penguin was in there, and Catwoman was in there, and they were gonna have Robin in there as well. But they decided to scrap that and move mm-hmm. it to the to the third movie for Two Face and Robin. Right. Um, and then that movie comes out, and like, like I said, Danny, like getting Danny DeVito as a Penguin, it just seems so perfect at the time. Yeah. Getting Danny DeVito as a short little guy that with a raspy voice and everything, Amazing, and then yeah. you get Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman, just this yeah. total just total fox and she's a great actress and it's it's it just worked mm-hmm. on so many levels and then from there you know as a little kid and as a fan you think this is gonna last forever this is yeah. always gonna be good forever you know um and you know uh they actually paid marlon waynes for batman returns and batman forever because he was supposed to be uh robin hmm. yeah he was supposed to be Robin, and then they move forward. Tim Burton doesn't like what the studio's doing because, like we said, they wanted to go in a more like kid-friendly, campy version. Oh, yeah. Um, so they basically just leave his name on there as producer. I'm sure he got a fat check for that. And they bring in Joel Schumacher, who has made plenty of films that I really like, The Lost Boys and like a, a, a bunch of other shit. But... The direction that they give him to go ahead and make these movies, it just becomes an absolute fucking shit show. Yeah, it's a Batman Forever is actually really interesting because Batman and Robin is like it's a callback to the campiness, right, of Adam West's days. Yeah, it's basically the Adam West with George Clooney in it, and it and it's yeah, it, it makes sense, right? But the the Batman Forever, it was like it was. There was campiness to it a little bit, right? Yeah. With Robin and, and whatever the hell Jim Carrey was doing. Actually, whatever the hell Tommy Lee Jones was Dude, doing. Dude, Tommy Lee Jones is swinging just, for the fence. Just them competing for who's going to out crazy who. I don't, I don't see how you could go into work and be like, I'm going to out crazy Jim Carrey today. Yeah, but you he know tried. what? Yeah, he sure did. <laughs> he, he, uh, he did something. But it's like, we're, like, that movie just seems so out of like, out of place, right? I yeah, mean, it's it, those last two ones feel like a one and done. Yeah, because it, it it has like a, a a like a darkness that you see in the first two. Yeah, but the campiness in there makes it like so weird. And Val Kilmer's performance in there is like he belongs more in like. Actually, he seems out of place in that. He movie. does seem out of place in that movie. I really like Val Kilmer. Um, and a do lot and a lot of shit that he does, but I I think him. Him and uh, him and Joel Schumacher were on com- two completely different pages about how the movie should be. Yeah, um, and he wanted then, to do Heat. Yeah, and then Joel Schumacher uh, wanted to do. And then you have like the people in that movie. Like Jim Carrey is gonna be Jim Carrey, and I think he's always enjoyable, even if it's the what he's in is fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, but like Nicole Kidman in that movie is fucking awful, and yeah, she's you know terrible. she's a good actress, but. Just the directions that everybody was going in different directions. Like, everybody's pulling to try and get their own, like, shit yeah. done, you know? You, um, you know what I think? I think they made that movie just to get that soundtrack out. Because that... None of those songs are in that movie. No. And the, none of those... No, this, this is also the thing. No, that soundtrack doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense like, at all. You, you, you thought a whole Prince album didn't make sense? This one? No, this doesn't make any sense. Like Seals, uh, Kiss, for, Kiss, Kiss. That makes sense Kiss with Poison Rose. Ivy. She's not in the damn movie. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah, I remember being a little kid in second grade and uh, I was in love with this little girl. Um, I was also 
little at the time, just so we can clarify that. Um, but I just oh, remember yeah. every time I saw her, I, I heard Seal's Kiss of a Rose in my head. <laughs> Dude, those music videos back when I was a little kid were so cool. Like, I've always loved like mo- movie tie-in movie videos. tie-in music videos, and you're just like, oh, it got you. You know what? 90s like film marketing was so good. so good. It was the best. I ever. got so hyped to watch the movie from just watching the like those those music videos, buying the cups with the fucking the 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 Batman like signature cups. You know, you know they ha- they had to go all in on that stuff cuz um I I didn't notice this until like a few years ago. Trailers didn't become good until like the early 2000s. I I think, like, the first Lord of the Rings trailer is, like, the first really good trailer. Before that, it's, like, in a world where blah, blah, blah. Like, and they're just all awful. No. Dustin, say something. You're sitting there nodding your (laughs) head. I know, yeah. I'm just, like, (laughs) tired. (laughs) I was, like, damn. It's one of those things where, like, damn, I haven't said anything in a while. What happened? Uh, back, uh, back, got your tongue. Wait, is that something? So they say in one of the movies? Probably, probably. <laughs> if not, it's gonna be. Um, was Batman and Robin the one where they handed out pogs? They're like bat, bat slammers. They're like, yeah, bat slammers. It might, it might no, because pogs were gone by then. Pogs were around okay. for like three months, so that had to be like Batman Returns. Batman returns or maybe some of batman forever i did have like a light it was like a keychain light it was like it had like the riddler sign on there oh i remember those i remember had like coloring books and fucking uh remember the fucking mcdonald's dude the iced mugs was so cool anytime i post that on instagram somebody's like i remember (laughs) that i remember this and i was like i do too because when i got this i also had a copy of dances with wolves that i bought purchased at a mcdonald's well my mother did i did it yeah and it was terrible. It was terrible. But we'll, we'll get into that in the Dances with Wolves podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, th- that yeah, Batman Forever, which I was like, oh, I mean, I'm sure they didn't think about this ahead of time, but those titles should have been switched. Dude, I still get mixed up with those. Because I'm like, oh, Batman Forever just seems like the last one. The last one, right? And then I'm like, wait, is that Batman Forever? Because it makes sense as the fourth. Yeah. And then Batman and Robin, because Robin shows, shows up. up in that one. Yeah, and the in the last one, it's like Batgirl shows up. She's the new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, who was her name? Alicia, Alicia Silverstone. Yeah, she was she was big in the 90s, too. All the music video, music video vixen at the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, Batman Forever, fucking wacky. Tommy Lee Jones, insane. That Dude, movie. whatever the Riddler's brain fucking mechanism was. None, none of the, none of the, none of the, the none of that movie that. works in in any in any way Dude, at all. Jim Carrey's like his high knee walk into the. <laughs> I know this is a audio medium, but just look up. Jim Carrey, Riddler, anything, dude, anything that he's doing when he's blowing up the Batcave, and dude, like, and then look, uh, and then look up that stupid <laughs> brain thing that they have. The the look on those those actors' faces, where it's, I couldn't imagine, like, what is Joel Schumacher telling these guys, like, all right, just uh, uh, do your Jim Carrey thing, uh, action. Yeah, the guys. No, I'm talking about the guys with like the. Oh, when things. they're like scene shit. They're yeah, like, they're like scene shit. It's like what? What is he telling them? I just want to be there. And you know, somebody holding a boom mic's like, "What the fuck, dude?" <laughs> yeah, there's got to be so so much of fucking boom boom mic guys. Like, what the fuck am I? Because <laughs> they're like, ooh, <laughs> like what is he telling them? Like, oh, picture. Uh, Fucking, I don't know, dude. Any, uh, yeah, I don't know. 
So anyway, that's Batman Forever. Um, Batman and Robin, which I after seeing uh, after seeing the Batman the other day, excluding the uh, Ben Affleck movies, mm-hmm. um, I put my like list of like in order of like my favorite movies, and I can undoubtedly say that Batman and Robin is a worse movie than Batman Forever, but mm-hmm. somehow I enjoy it more. Yeah, because of how bad it is. I, I I watch that movie in ten minute increments, like randomly. Yeah, that's how I have to watch the core. We'll get into that in the core podcast. Episode. Um, no, you're right. It it's 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 yeah. It is way worse. And I remember we watched it maybe like a few months ago, and I was like, okay, I know this one. I know I enjoyed this one better than Batman Forever. And I was like watching. I was like, God. <laughs> What is Uma Thurman doing? What is everybody, everybody doing? Everybody in that movie you know is what? fucking terrible. I would say, that, I mean, it kind of goes back to my point earlier where I said at least that movie had some point of reference, right? So, like, it had some direction. Yeah. Whereas, like, I mean, Forever did too, but it just seems, like, so out of place. Yeah, yeah. Well, this movie seems fucking out of place too. But you can, there's like a callback to it. Batman Forever just seems like they try to throw, like mix everything together. Yeah, yeah. This one had like, it was like the thematic, like copacetic at least. Dude, how many ice puns are in there though? It's probably not enough. It's probably not enough. Not enough. So, so many. No, bat skates. Dude, yeah. How did the skates come out of the bottom of the shoe? They, like they would the, the, the skates would be in their feet. Just like, why? Imagine him like in his fucking shop, like, Oh, what oh, we're gonna need, need these. Oh, what if I want to go ice skating, but I'm in my full rubber suit and I don't have time? No, actually, hold on. This all makes sense. That Batman in that movie, George Clooney, prepared for everything. He's prepared for everything, but he's a total. He's totally like buying into the celebrity of being Batman. Not as Bruce Wayne as a playboy. Oh no, of course. The Batman himself is a celebrity. He's, yeah, he's got the Bat card. I think he. I think. I think <laughs> he's got his. Card. I think he's got his skates because he's like, oh, I probably have to do a public appearance at Rockefeller Center. I need to take pictures with the kids on ice skates. You know what? It's making a lot more sense to me. Because yeah, it, well, it's funny because right, Batman is is evasive, right? You don't ever see him. He lives in the shadows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But this he's, dude, he's, he's accepting shit from the mayor in this yeah. movie, like at the beginning of the movie. Dude, you know he's got. He's brought. He's taking bribes. That Batman for sure is. Oh, dude, bribes. yeah, doing yeah. a bunch of blow and dude, fucking yeah, hookers and sure. everything. Especially young, younger George Clooney Batman before he was like scoundrel. Oh, I'm silver. Like, first, why the fuck was he silver? And I have to bring this up because I, I I showed you that fucking uh, that TikTok earlier. George Clooney does this thing in this movie where every time he's walking and every time he's t- every time he's on screen. He's bobble he's bobbling yeah. his head back and forth like a fucking I don't like a bobblehead like and he's like talking he's like Alfred am I pig headed and fucking I'm fucking Batman like dude I think so he, I so, think he does that in, in, in almost everything he's in but this like he's fucking it's because he doesn't he can't move it. his neck so it makes it so like <laughs> obvious where he's just every uh, Everything in that movie is. But just... when he doesn't have his cowl on, when he's like talking to Alfred, like walking around, he's do- he's doing it, like it was a it was a thing he did in the nineties, and then that's when he was like, notice, oh shit, I gotta stop. Yeah, doing I gotta that. I gotta chill out on that. Wait, did he do that in previous movies? I've seen him do yeah, no, it he does a it, little yeah. bit in in the in like in ER and out of sight and shit. 
But in that movie, I I'm telling you, he fucking just bobs his head back and forth like over and over again. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder like if he's doing that intentionally, or maybe like I don't know if it's just like oh, this is my charismatic head wobble. Yeah, that's like, what I think it, it was. Yeah. But when he saw it, he it's was like, like, I gotta cut that it's out. Like, it's like it's too his much. wink. But he's like, uh, I'm George Clooney, so I need something new. A wobble, like, dude. A wobble, wobble, wobble. Uh, yeah, and then obviously we got to talk about Arnold Schwarzenegger. Wait, what, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, what's the boiling acid? That's the that's, that's Batman Forever. I was gonna bring that up. It's boiling acid. That movie just doesn't make any sense. It really does because that makes sense in in Batman Forever for that to be in there, but. Um, I don't know. I don't know, dude. The the performances they got out of those people is just fucking insane. But yeah, really Arnold Schwarzenegger um, in Batman and Robin, what a performance! Career changing performance. Dustin, what's your take on him? <laughs> you seem frozen. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's fucking Arnold. Like it's uh, like. It's, I, I think they paid him like fifty million dollars for that movie, and he worked on the on on the movie for like I think he got ten million dollars a day. Wow, you know to what? Do that. He acted like that was happening. He was like, you know what? I'm the fucking biggest movie star in the world, <laughs> and I'm gonna put like zero effort into this movie. <laughs> and we're talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger, but I mean, dude, like his transition in the '90s to like his like family role like yeah it took some it took effort on his part to know for to, real to play and, all those and, and like look at a movie like true lies he's he's good in that movie it's a good movie yeah we'll talk about that more in our true lies podcast yeah uh but uh in this movie he's like he he's sitting <laughs> he's got his ice robe Right, and dude, like, and it's like polar bear slippers. Polar bear slippers, and there's like I always forget Vivica Fox is like is like his yeah, chick. and and he's acting exactly. I'm. It'd be so funny if they were like, oh, our direction for uh, Mr. Freeze was completely different, but uh, Arnold was just big dicking us the whole time. So <laughs> that's all we could get out of him was exactly what you saw. Yeah, I could imagine, and honestly, I think he was still having a really good time doing it. He looks like it. Because he's getting terrible. $10 million yeah. a day. He looks like someone's getting $10 million a day. And all he's saying is... Might as well find with it. Ice, ice to see you. And, or whatever the hell else he's saying. All right, everybody. Chill. Chill. What killed the dinosaurs? <laughs> the Ice Age. Which isn't even really true. You're not going to put me in the cooler. <laughs> Dude. So great, so great. Uh, um, and then Uma Thurman in that movie, uh, absolutely <laughs> terrible, absolutely terrible. And you know, it's crazy that such good actors can be that bad. Yeah, it's just the direction that they get, I guess. That's like, I mean, we've seen that in other movies. There's well, it's just the one that we always talk about. Well, dude, Star Wars, Natalie Portman and Ewan McGregor, fantastic fucking actors, but they're awful in the prequels. Love. That's it. Like the first one, they're like okay. The other two, you could tell they're like, uh, yeah, I'm over this. <laughs> Get me out of here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Uma Thurman in this movie, just so, just the camp, just the campiest camp where Arnold doesn't do anything to, to like achieve that. Or just she anything. does everything to yeah. just get as much camp out of it. And by God, is it terrible. I guess you would, if, if they told her, like, oh, look, look at this for reference. Uh, she did her job as an actress. Yeah, she was like, 
But you're right. It's just so terrible. It's really bad. No um, chemistry with anybody. No, just the whole movie is just one complete shit show. Chris O'Donnell. <laughs> oh, we didn't even talk, really talk about it. Well, you don't really have to. I mean, he's there. But what happened to him after? Those, I those think two this movie came out and it destroyed his career. Yeah, he couldn't ride the... George Clooney with George, George Clooney already. George Clooney, yeah. He's an uh, ER star. Uma Thurman went on to do... Kill Bill. And then... Shit. What? Arnold got paid $10 million a day. Yeah. So... I haven't seen these movies in a really long time. You but should watch them. No, no, no. Just listen you to you guys wa- talk about you it. You should watch. I don't want to watch Ro- any should- of this. Remember, when I think you- I made a good decision. Remember though. when <laughs> you remember when you said you didn't want to watch the Brady Bunch? Watch these movies. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that Brady Bunch movie is great. Yeah, it really is. It these is. Not we'll so great. return for, <laughs> for a two-part episode. <laughs> Brady, the Brady Bunch returns. Um, All right, we talked enough about those shitty movies. Wait, wait, wait! wait. I got the question. Okay. All right, so we talked about the banging soundtrack of Batman Forever. Yeah. Batman Robin, any memorable songs? None. I can't think of any. No. Any songs. So you have Prince in the first one. Second one, just. Seal and a bunch of other people. Second one is just Danny Elfman just going off. Seal's great. And then just. Yeah. Um, Yeah. They should have got Vanilla Ice. That would have been. You could have marketed it. That. It would have matched. I watched it and be like, damn. Well, at least we got mugs. <laughs> Wait, was that that movie? No, it was Batman Forever. I like. I just had the toys. I think everybody just got rid of everything that they had when Batman and Robin came out. They just fucking... They're like, dude, we're so... Reminds me of a certain company that I know that just has fucking flash sales to keep themselves afloat. Yeah, we'll return to that coming soon. <laughs> um... Bat nipples. Bat nipples. We didn't even get into that, but you really don't have to. I mean, to. you don't have to. It's uh Well that's weird. I mean really to touch on that, right? Uh Joel Schumacher's or whoever the hell designed that, they were they were supposed to be Greek statues. Yeah, they right? wanted them to look like Greek statues. You know what? I actually like apart from the color and the brightness, I actually like the way Gotham City looks with like the giant statues and the giant buildings. But like with all the fucking Colors and everything yeah, like that. That, it was that like, I don't like. Because they took that. I mean, Tim Burton's, uh, especially Batman Returns. Uh, Gotham's huge. Yeah, it's fucking. You really have those big. giant like men with like pulling on levers, and there's fucking like uh, gears all around. Yeah, for some it's like reason. a big ass globe and shit. And then Joel Schumacher was kind of like, yeah, that looks cool, but neon. But neon, yeah. And it's funny, too, though, because it's like we talked about it on the last time we were doing this. And it's like the movie Mystery Men is a direct result of like making fun of like where where superhero movies were going at the time. Dude, it wasn't you know? wrong. Yeah. And it's fucking ridiculous. And that's why it's a great movie and everybody should watch it. We'll return, we'll, this, we'll return this conversation. You know today when we were talking about Euphoria? Yeah. I knew I'd get here. And you got really pissed. We we're talking about it. Yeah, I, I was gonna make a joke about you being fucking Ben Stiller, Roy, uh, Mister Mr. Furious. Oh uh, man, hey, I'll take it. Um, Which call it? Uh, but yeah, okay. So the Nolan movies, Nolan movies now. Um, those movies are great. Uh, All right, next one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, those movie, those movies were such a breath of fresh air and like i said i did not going in to watch batman begins i was like oh there's a batman movie mm-hmm. coming out um and he, he has to be the richest batman right 
Yeah. Yeah, he is. I I think by default he would have to be because as time progresses, you're just going to become. Because I I think at the time, like fucking um, Michael Keaton, he's like a multi millionaire, but like up to nowadays, they're like billionaires. Yeah, well, you know, Christopher Nolan, I think, okay, so Batman, Batman and Robin, you know, that Batman's stinking rich because of all his paid ads and his promotions. And obviously the gadgets he has. You know what that makes? Up, that make, dude, that makes a lot of sense actually because exactly what you're saying about Batman, all those endorsements, dude. Captain Amazing in Mystery Men oh, yeah. is covered yeah. in fucking endorsement dude, like, patches. Pepsi patch, yeah, yeah. dude. Jiffy you, Lube and all that shit. He, he has all his gadgets because he needs them for his his. Uh, it's like he, appearances. he started off as a fucking good, like Cape Crusader good yeah. guy, and then he just got all about his endorsements. <laughs> yeah, all his endorsements. What, that's why I always liked about the boys. It's like, oh, they kind of make you know. Yeah, 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 they kind of take the reality in life and apply it to superheroes. And it's like, oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's totally what, what would happen. That's what happens in Batman and Robin. Sellouts. So he he's rich too, but it's it's so like re- the world is so ridiculous that none of it is, makes any sense. Yeah, not at all. And I know like Nolan's Batman's are like they're grounded in in reality, and it's like he's about. He's uh, like about sophistication, right? Yeah. He's wearing suits when he's directing, so his his Bruce Wayne is a billionaire. But it's like, okay, what would a billionaire really be like? What, yeah. Would he have the time. To and what, do? what? What? Yeah. And see, that's I remember seeing the Tumblr for the first time and being like, oh, that's not the Batmobile. Mm-hmm. But when you really just throw away, because you know, as ridiculous as the last two movies before Batman Begins. And then even, I mean, dude, the Tim Burton ones are pretty fucking out there. Oh, for sure. But Batman, as a comic book and in the stories, he's got a rogues gallery of fucking insane villains, you know? Yeah. So I I love the Christopher Nolan movies, and I, and I think he, um, kind of when you back yourself into a corner and you take away all your assets, you you really have to work hard to make something good and i think he does that because he grounds batman there's nobody with fucking superpowers or anything like that yeah um but that's one aspect of the nolan movies that i because you know and i see this a lot of complaints online about this too is like oh everybody wants to make a dark gritty batman movie but like i want to see like yeah like a like a moody dark gritty batman movie but with like fucking killer croc in it or like like yeah some insane like fucking uh villain that's just like oh shit how's he gonna get out of this one you know yeah these ones like nolan's movies um they're they're and and to say this about nolan i know he gets a lot of criticism for his lack of like real like character development yeah especially for women especially for women oh yeah they're just almost trophies yeah or just Oh, that's cool. It kicks. But uh, <laughs> that's not my opinion. That's Christopher Nolan's. And also, I don't know if that's Christopher Nolan's actual opinion. We'll save that for the Nolan podcast. But, damn, I lost my point. <laughs> uh, you were oh, saying something about yeah, yeah, how yeah. women don't matter? No, no, no. No, oh, no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> um, okay, so his development, it's, it seemed like Nolan was, is, especially like in the in the first one, uh, Dark Knight is kind of an outlier, even all uh, in that trilogy. Yeah, but it's really like Bruce Wayne oriented, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Batman is there. It's like secondary. He's secondary, and I mean, it makes sense because Christian Bale's voice for Batman is kind of, it's pretty. It's pretty. Yeah, ridiculous. I remember the first time I saw Batman Begins, I was like, yikes! <sighs> and then he really goes all out in the 
dude in the Dark Knight Rises, like his last hurrah. Yeah. When he's like yelling at Bane. Where's the trigger? You're not gonna get Just crazy. Uh, the the thing is that always bothered me is because you you can tell that his nose is pinched because it kind of sounds like that. Oh know, yeah. Like, uh, so, so, yeah. So they can. You're not gonna let it go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you say? But um, I don't know. He's got a bat suit on. Let's get the hell out of here. But uh, Christian <laughs> Bale's his for, for whatever his Batman is like. Okay, so even the Dark Knight, right? It's really like it, it, it's Batman versus the Joker, but it's really a Joker. Yeah, movie, it's a right? Joker movie for and sure. Then, yeah. um, but it's it, Christian Bale's like his performance as Bruce Wayne. Yeah, is probably the most captivating because. I think Chris, maybe just Christian Bale's, like, his face is so, like... Uh, endearing? Endear, not just endearing, but it's, like, it's distinct and his acting is seen. Yeah. In the, <clears throat> I, I, I think it has to do a lot with how, how the character is written. Yeah. A, a combination of how the character is written and how Christian Bale plays him. Yeah, he does. Because Christian Bale, again, which is fitting to all Batmans, is you cast a weirdo to do the movies. So I and I heard this uh, on another podcast, and and I agreed. They were like, "Oh, Christian Bell is playing Bruce Wayne because uh, in in this world, Bruce Wayne is already like uh, put on the persona of billionaire playboy." Yeah, and he's like really acting it up in the into the movie where when you're watching it, you're like, "How do people even believe that he's not acting like right?" But it's yeah, like yeah. he's really putting that on. And they were saying like, "Oh, it was almost like if." Uh, American Psycho, because he kind of puts on a little yeah, bit yeah, like, yeah. A, like a like not like a, he's like not a, a like a killer, like a yuppie type, but a, that yuppie like weirdo like uh, and Rick. Yeah, he play, <laughs> he plays an prick. asshole, but he's like you see the two sides of Bruce Wayne in in that movie, right? And it's almost like you said, Batman in those movies is like a separate character in, entirely. He's not. Yeah. He doesn't seem like he's both of them. True. You know what? Yeah, I never really kind of thought about that. But mm-hmm. um, no, that is true. Because there, there's points where he like he is Batman, but you don't... I don't know. Like, there's so much going on with him as, like, Bruce Wayne. Like, you're kind of like, oh, that's... Yeah. It just seems kind of odd, you know? Yeah, like, it, it is. Because it's like, oh, when these things are happening to Batman, it's happening to Batman. Yeah. And, it, and it's when you have the characters like uh, Lucius or Alfred come in mm-hmm. that kind of like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He's also got to do this as Bruce Wayne. So I guess maybe in the Dark Knight, I think in Dark Knight the most they work more in uh, work together, Bruce Wayne and Batman, versus like Batman Begins to me seems almost an entirely Bruce Wayne movie. Yeah, because he's Bruce Wayne like the majority of the movie, then he dons the cape and everything. Yeah, yeah there's this. I mean, I don't think it really ever comes across in the Nolan trilogy at all. But there's like, this idea, and they mention it in um, they mention it in Batman Beyond. Uh, that when Bruce Wayne, like Bruce Wayne, doesn't exist anymore. He's yeah. all, he's only the Batman. He he died lo- with his parents in the alley, and they make them a mention of that in Batman Beyond, because uh, one of the villains to an effect is like controlling people's like thoughts and making mm-hmm. them do stuff, and he knows that it's not him thinking it because. Uh, Terry McGinnis, the younger Batman, he's like, how did you know that it, it wasn't your thoughts? And he's like, because he was calling me Bruce Wayne. And yeah. he's like, well, what do you call yourself? And then, like, he just looks at him. He's like, you realize that he's he's Batman all the time. And, like, you know, Rachel says it in Batman Begins that yeah. that's his mask. The Bruce Wayne yeah, is his mask. Yeah, and they, and they added it again in, uh, 
the Dark Knight Rises, right? When he's at the Masquerade Ball and he's the only one not wearing a mask. Oh, yeah. Because Bruce, Bruce Wayne, Wayne is eccentric his, billionaire. It is yeah. his mask. But I guess... I the, look at this fucking prick. <laughs> <laughs> My party got a fucking mask It's on. a Bisa. But uh, uh, that whole... The, the, I think that's what makes the Nolan trilogies uh, that much more interesting is because there is that conflict between... Bruce Wayne and the Batman, right? Alfred's trying to pull him out. Yeah. Um, Rachel's same thing, right? She has a, uh, she wants to pull him out, and he keeps getting drawn into the Batman, and eventually he has to kill the Batman, and then he has a kid because he won't pull out. Yeah. Booch. That'll, that'll be in our sex education podcast, uh, but he has to kill the Batman. Yeah. So he can fully become. Bruce Wayne, Wayne, which is yeah. kind of like, which is like the the three start like the arc of the three. Yeah, movies. but it's like different than like you said in Batman Beyond. He's so lost in, into yeah, being Batman. He's going to be Batman Bruce forever. Yeah. So there's always like there was always that tension in the movies mm-hmm. that I, I thought was pretty interesting, and it was like you didn't have those in the '90s Batman. Oh no, there was like no conflict at all. at all. Yeah, I th- I think um, I mean there there are parts where. Uh, you know, Bruce Wayne in those movies that he's going to tell Vicky Vale that he's Batman and he's yeah. going to tell fucking Meridian Chase or Chase Meridian, whatever the fuck her name is, that he's Batman or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, uh, God, Batman and Robin's such a terrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about the one, the one lady that, that uh, fucking George Clooney's like, it's supposed to be his girlfriend in the movie, and she's so like secondary. To yeah, the plot. I'm just like no, I just remember some blonde, yeah. something. Uh, but yeah, um, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, it's it's uh, you get a little bit of that in the in the older movies, but in this one, he's really getting torn in like two different directions. Yeah, he is. Um, and I mean, especially like in the dark in the Dark Knight, it's. Um, the Joker, right? That's yeah. really, really calling out his Batman side, and then Alfred's telling him, "Like, dude, like you're messing with the yeah e- an e- element you have." Yeah, you, know. you don't, you don't know, and, and it's interesting that you say that too, because when I, when I, when you said that right now, I, I just got the idea that I mean, Alfred wants him to be Bruce Wayne. He wants him to be yeah. happy and everything, and the Joker without like really realizing it, he wants him to be like, he's like pulling him towards, towards like, Batman. I want yeah. you to be Batman all the time. I don't want you to die. I want you to live with me forever. Like yeah. I want, I want us to do this forever. Cause they, like, yeah. Cause Joker sees them as two of the same. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They're, they're, they're they live in that world. They're, they're that fucking weird. Yeah. They're fucking free. They don't fit in society. Um, do you ever see the show Hannibal? No. They do something like that in there where it's like Will Graham and Hannibal, he, they just like realize that they're like each other's equals. So yeah. the whole time they're fucking just like, it's just this weird game between them. Yeah. It's very sexual. I was going to say, <laughs> and then they start macking. Almost. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, if it Mac had man, happened, it I'm going to eat you. <laughs> no. But, but Don't yeah, start no. with my penis. <laughs> but that's... <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> you eat ass, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> eat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh boy. Anyway. Um, Dark Knight Rises. Moiling. Uh, that movie is pretty cool, too. Yeah. It, I, I, re- I remember being excited because... Batman Begins, he's beating up a bunch of thugs and an older fucking Qui-Gon Jinn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Batman, or Dark Knight, 
the Joker poses no physical threat to him whatsoever. No, he doesn't. So when they announced that the villain was going to be Bane, and then watching him fight Bane, the thugs don't come in. I was like, oh, this is the first time he's like physically like getting fucking like challenged, you know? Yeah. So I was like, this is going to be really cool, and it was. It was pretty cool. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Dark Knight Rises is is. I really, really enjoy that movie. Yeah, I know. I, know, uh, I think it has the most problems, but it does have the most problems. But I, I, I know. Um, shoot, what's the name? Bane. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy gets a lot of shit for his. But I like. I, I fucking love it. Dude. I thought it was fucking sick. I love. I love the the. Uh, I I loved I loved the way I loved that character right of of like. Everything that like Bane stood for up until yeah. the end, which is where I have the ish- most issues with that movie, but it's like not only is he like you know fighting, well he's fighting Bruce Wayne, what yeah. Bruce Wayne stands for, right? It's it's a lower class versus upper class, yeah, yeah, sort of movie. But I think his his role in it is just he has this like physical presence where, and then he has like this mental like aptitude too. Oh yeah, yeah. And I just remember that scene where um, I can't remember that actor's name in that movie, but he's like, "Oh, I paid you a small fortune." Oh yeah, it's like, and he's like, "Oh, do you feel powerful or do you feel, oh, do you in, feel charge? in charge?" Like I was like, "Oh, that's fucking sick!" Yeah. And then when he's fighting Batman, he's like, "You know, he's already like, dude, I I can break you." Yeah, and then he could tell like. I don't know, like, Bane just seemed to get... Batman was conflicted, right? Yeah. He was like, oh, this guy's... Yeah, he he won so much, he's Batman. Even though he he wasn't Batman for a while. Yeah, yeah. But he knew that, like, he was no longer what he was in the past. It'd be like if Bane was fighting... Uh, successful George Clooney. Who only does it for the money. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, He's like, Batman... You forgot what you stood for. Just like when Captain Amazing goes into Casanova Frankenstein's house and immediately just gets taken out by that fucking chloroform snare. True. Exactly like that. But it, it's like, you know, he's like, oh, the one thing that you had versus everybody was like, you could fight your way out of everything. And yeah. Alfred's like warning him. He's warning him throughout the movies. Yeah, like, yeah. Dude, your body's going to break. And then Bane breaks his body. Yeah. And he's like, what do you have now? Because... I think he's mentally broken too because oh, yeah, Rachel's already dead. And I will break you. Uh, he's in the shadows, but he's like, homie, you're not the shadow. And that movie, I thought it was, you know, I think the whole like Heinz Field, like the ba- the football stadium was super cool. Yeah. Dude, the intro of that movie was so sick. Like <clears throat> Christopher Nolan's like practical effects. Yeah. In all the movies is, is awesome. And then the ending to that movie is just, well, okay, a couple things. One of them, you you have um, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character, uh, Robin, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wasn't buying his... He knew that Bruce Wayne was Batman. Just because of the look on his face. It didn't make any fucking sense to me. That explanation is stupid. If he would have went into more detail and been like, oh, Batman would have to have billions of dollars and you have billions yeah, of dollars Yeah, and then too. he'd be like, how does nobody else see yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. If he would have went more into it, it would have made a lot yeah, more sense. Yeah, it's like, but, yeah. oh, you disappeared. Batman did it. Yeah, like, there's yeah, so yeah. many other ways For real, yeah. you can go. But he's like, nah, I saw that look too. Yeah. And it's like, what? Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? And then... Um, the end where everyone's just in a massive street fight at the end, and then 
Batman's fighting Bane, and obviously he has to overcome that that classic rumble. Yeah, yeah. it's like a, a dude. It might as well have been like, doo, 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 like dude, so, <laughs> chair flying. It's kind of bonkers. I know Nolan has this weird thing where he Skyle, the, the, it's, 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 li- it's literally just the end of Blazing Saddles. <laughs> pretty much, like Nolan has this weird thing, and that, you notice it. All of it. <laughs> Get hit, buddy. Get him, boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't wait for that podcast. Uh, but um, Nolan has this weird thing where he right, so he's grounded in realism. Those movies are violent, but Nolan also abstains from violent. Yeah, like a he, lot, re- he like, really does. I know it's got a PG thirteen rating, but in all, a lot of his other movies, there's not a whole lot of blood. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. everyone's like we said in this weird, ridiculous like rumble in the middle. Charge! Yeah, yeah. And they're all just fighting each other. Okay, I can. Buy all the that. bad guys have like assault rifles, by the way, and all the good guys don't have anything. Oh yeah, they just charge them. Yeah, they're just stuck in the fucking sewers for yeah, yeah. yeah. It doesn't make sense. And then yeah. I mean, quick Rat powers. Quick callback to even like in the Dark Knight, where like the one of the most infamous scenes is where. Uh, the Joker makes that pencil disappear by slamming that dude's head in there. Yeah. But there's no screaming. Yeah, 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 no blood. I would have been like, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if that would have killed a person, but they for sure would have been like, <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, <laughs> it wasn't even sharp. Like, that would have been crazy. But <laughs> the ending, like, I'm just kind of like, eh, whatever. Like, I could buy this. And then, right, so he's beating up Bane, and they get in this fight, and then, like, the twist is he finds out that, um, Yeah, what's her name? It's Talia Ghul. But, like, at that point, it, she's like, oh, Bane's been working for me. And Bane just, like, gave up. Like, yeah. all, like, the whole movie, he's, like, he's got these ideals, this whole philosophy, he's building all this, and then it's like, oh, he's working for me, and he's kind of like, I've given up. I can't even remember how he dies. They uh, fucking Cat shoot it. Oh, Catwoman shit. blasts yeah. him with the fucking bat pod. Yeah, that's... He, like, gets up, and he's about to kill Bruce Wayne, and she's like... <laughs> even that's, like, I don't know. Yeah. But, um... Catwoman. Yeah. Catwoman. Yeah. Anne Hathaway, I liked her as Catwoman. I just yeah, like Anne Hathaway. Great. I just yeah. like Catwomen. A lot of people don't mm. like Anne Hathaway. No, Stephen Valdez. <laughs> we'll leave that for another podcast. Uh, every, every time I get, we'll leave that so, for the Joe Rogan yeah. guest. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave that for the one where Ben hosts the podcast. <laughs> ben Cortez. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we'll skip past. Yeah. <laughs> so All right. um, that trilogy was great. Um, Michael Caine, love Michael. Michael Caine, Caine is Caine, Alfred, so. great Alfred. Um, but yeah, uh, it was a great, great trilogy. Mm-hmm. Left a good taste of mouth, and then we had a bunch of bad stuff with the DCEU. Um, so let's start talking about the the Gotham series on. Uh, oh God, no! Please no! Ooh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's talk about the Batman now. Uh, spoiler warnings: We're gonna go deep into it. So if you don't want to hear it, All right, let me look at my notes. Fucking, I guess. And the podcast. Shut your here. damn ears! Yeah. Also, if you're interested in, uh, we've also obtained original trailer to the Batman. Oh God. <laughs> Please inquire after the show if you're interested. I'm sure Stephen will be reposting this. What did you plug, think? Plug, 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 plug. <laughs> what did you think of like the opening of this Batman? I really liked what they did. Um, they, it, it, it was very reminiscent to the beginning of The Dark Knight um, when they're seeing the, the bat signal mm-hmm. and everybody that's breaking the law is like, nah, man, I'm not with it tonight, and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, yeah. I still, I, I, you I know like what? That. You're right. It was reminiscent to it because they, they actually do that. And I know that 
the Batman and the Dark Knight will get compared a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Similar. Are, yeah. But even in watching like that intro to the to the Batman, I still got a little bit of the chills. Yeah. It and was. I was like, oh, this could be fun. Well, the the, the 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 monologue was was really cool, yeah. and it was very it was very what I loved about that. Um, just those horns and a, and, a, and a lot a lot of it was just stuff that I really really love. I'm a huge huge like detective noir fan you know mm. like la confidential and fucking other like 40s 50 stuff when you watch like old movies like the big sleep and even dude like uh the original cut of blade runner the exposition where, where yeah the exposition that's coming exposition. from the main character mm-hmm. and everything's raining and they're just showing like what the city's like it's and the grimy yeah like this city is an open wound and shit like that yeah. like i really love that stuff so seeing that with with the whole like everybody's scared and then when they reveal him like when he beats up those Dude, fucking criminals i'm just like oh shit this yeah is it's sick crazy. and then it's cool because he walks out and you you're you're like all right i see him right like the the reveal is just cool because he comes out of the shadows mm. and then you see his like his costume and you're like whoa who, what is that like it totally looks like handmade yeah where it's like i know we said like nolan's uh Nolan's trilogy was grounded in realism, so he yeah. But he, this Bruce Wayne was way more sophisticated, a little more advanced. So the suit is like he had. It's well, the first like one was was grade. was meant to be like mass manufactured, mass so manufactured. Like, so like a company made it. Yeah, and Bruce Wayne they own those they own that company. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, he does, and he was like, oh, I'm uh, I could you know mess around with this, but this yeah. one it was like, oh, this guy this kid seemed to do it himself. Yeah, it, the leather's like stitched on. The, he has like baseball pad, like hockey yeah. pads on. I love. He had a hockey stick. <laughs> I love that this takes place on Halloween. Yeah, 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 like yeah. It starts off on Halloween, yeah. and everyone's like fucking. Everybody's in like costume. Yeah, costumes yeah, yeah. and shit. And then he comes out and he's fucking. He's fucked some shit up. He's like, I'm here too. Uh, <laughs> I always thought like those spray painters. Like that'd be fucked up if Batman just came out of nowhere and just Dude. kicked the shit out of you. Yeah. Well, have you seen, you guys? I know you've seen all those memes about Batman, especially like on TikTok, where it's like some dude getting his ass kicked and it's like oh when Batman runs into like a jaywalker or something. <laughs> yeah dude. because like in all the video games you just like oh dude you're like you're, cr- you're crippling people yeah. for sure so it's like oh in this world Batman's just it's like if you commit a crime it's like vengeance <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna pay this parking ticket <laughs> oh, let me see uh, what's today's date it's the fourth no wait the fifth <laughs> and he just comes by and just pummels your ass uh yeah, but that intro is really cool. And then um I I feel like this movie, you know, leading up to it, you re- you read that Matt Reeves wants to make it a a, a real detective movie, mm-hmm. which I I thought was was great, like reminiscent of like Seven or yeah. or Zodiac, um, oh, which I, I which I thought was great because you know Batman does a little detective work here and there in the other movies but it's nowhere on this level oh yeah yeah, yeah he doesn't have his magnifying glass in his <laughs> Sherlock pipe and that. yeah um no definitely Fincher vibes like yeah like uh yeah Zodiac Seven even like Girl, Girl with, with the Dragon, Dragon Tattoo, Tattoo yeah. yeah I was just like oh alright like a fucking yeah alright it's just yeah. like kind of chilling it's super cool like 
the world is just painted in like this red light. Like mm-hmm. The whole world is like that, the that, red light. You district. mentioned it earlier, but I was really happy with the way Gotham looked in this movie. Yeah, it looked yeah. really cool. It, it looked, uh, it looked old. It yeah. looked like like his house was like very it, like it looked old, like it, a Casper house or something. Like it, it looked tired. Like the city yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. It just looked like there was like this grime on the city, and 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 it it's really cool too because I just love the fact. That it was in his second year, mm-hmm. and you're just like, damn, you're dealing with like. Uh, it's cool because you you, you kind of skip the origin stories, which are kind of tired tales by yeah, yeah, almost course. in every super, uh, superhero movie. Yeah, so it's like, no, you still want to see like what happens early on because he's not quite the Bruce Wayne that we see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in like, yeah, in the Nolan movies. And then this movie, it's like you get this brooding like kid, something more way more realistic. Where like, oh, somebody that didn't have any sort of like parental guidance to deal with this trauma. You know what? As I was watching it, yeah, I kept going like, oh, this is fucking like kid bat. Like, just to me, yeah, 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 it's kid kid bat. He's he's running on like raw emotion. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it's like a kid, like sort of like right because Matt Reeves. He says it that he was listening to a lot of Nirvana when he was writing the movie. Yeah, yeah. And it seems like this Bruce Wayne kid was somebody that, like, oh, he didn't have anybody to really, like, guide him. Guiding I know him. Alfred, Alfred was there, but he's, you know, at a, if you ever try to talk to a kid in angst or with any issues, it's almost impossible. So it's like he's locked up in his room listening to Nirvana, this grunge music, and he's like, yeah, you know what? I am going to be a... <laughs> Cape Crusader. So, you know, he gets this fantastical idea. Oh, wait, hold on. It makes a lot of sense because there's no one there to help him heal properly, right? Yeah. So he goes and he's like, oh, what do I have to do? Something that nobody else would do. I would dress up like a bat. <laughs> I can't I can't say that if I was a billionaire... Exactly. That I wouldn't put together a fucking crazy ass suit and like try to learn martial arts and beat people up. Yeah. So. It's, it is a lot of, oh, I'm sorry to chop, but there's a lot of those kids that you, that you meet. I mean, in the, I remember a kid that used to carry a sword around at our school. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. a, a lot of like the outcasted kids, crazy Carl, crazy Carl, shout out to crazy Carl, but all the, <laughs> all listening, crazy Carl. We hope you're doing well, man. Hope, hope you're doing good. We hope you're fighting crime, but, uh, it's like a lot of these outcast kids, they, they tend to like nowadays it's like they go into the internet and they, they learn like oh I want to learn martial arts I want to start building bonds I, I, I want to find this strength right <laughs> because no a lot of them fucking go crazy no they do but, but that's what I'm kind that's of kind of like to. what the Riddler goes to. yeah, yeah he no, does. that's what I was thinking of is is both these kids right they're they're trying to find strength in somewhere yeah you know, what yeah. makes them feel powerful they're looking for a symbol you're Batman so he's looking for vengeance he wants to be physically uh, overpowering because he feels weak emotionally. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's, he can't show his true face, so he has to wear a mask. And I think this, what they're calling him, like emo Batman. Yeah. This grungy Batman is, I, I think that that direction that they went in instead of like, Bruce, we know your heart hurts. It's like, no, you get this really complicated yeah, looking yeah. kid. And it's not, and he's awkward at times. And it's not like, you're you're watching him and you're just like oh well he just doesn't make like sense to me like what's his problem but it's like dude that's the reality of what trauma does to people yeah yeah I, I like that they 
have everybody kind of acknowledge it's like oh it's it's Bruce Wayne. He's out. You know, it's like yeah, oh, it's yeah, his yeah. kid. He's all because he's been up. like a recluse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and it's Bruce almost Wayne. and it's almost like they're like, oh yeah, there he is. Like, um, hey man, like it's nice to see you. I haven't seen you in a long time. Yeah. Are, are you all right? You so know, how do your mother form? I mean, uh, yeah, that, that's I mean uh, that's like one big thing I'd like to. <laughs> that's like one big thing I like about the movie is Marky Mark was is, in the movie. It's showing like no. like like how like society treats like orphans different yeah. in this universe because that's the whole thing with like the Riddler it's like yeah. they do this orphan comparison thing it's like damn yeah man fucking like everyone's like because Bruce Wayne is so, he, like he's so rich and fucking everyone knows him like everyone suddenly cares like more about him yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that and he's also like heir to the throne to the fortune that's been like Tied to yeah. Gotham, but paying these criminals too because yeah. it's yeah. in his fund, right? Yeah. So they're like treating him like, oh, hey there. It's so funny that you you said it was like nineteen forties, like noir, because now I think of every villain in that movie with like that crazy like, hey there. Yeah. You know what? As yeah. I was watching this movie, everyone's fucking voices. I was like, I was like, whoever did the casting for this fucking did a really good job because yeah. everyone has really distinct voices. They're almost cartoony at some point. John Turturro, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell just totally... The, um, oh, take it easy, sweetheart. Mr. Goyle. <laughs> the, uh, Mr. Goyle. The, that commissioner guy, he has like a super high-pitched voice. Yeah. I was like, dang, dude, like, yeah, this, this is shit. The, like this. the chief of police, he sounded, he was like raspy but high. So yeah. Like, you're gonna be under my watch from now <laughs> yeah. on. You just assaulted three officers. <laughs> I don't think he sounds like that, but you get the hit. You know, if you ever see the movie, that's exactly what he sounds like. Yeah, but it's a uh, uh, yeah. Actually, you know what? Every the voices in that movie are yeah. And then Paul Dano does like the uh, really like low voice, and then yeah. he starts getting really high. And, just, and then he does whatever Paul Dano does. If you <laughs> He kind of sounds like <laughs> it's perfect. Like kind of sounds scene. like fucking uh, Dorian Tyrell and the mask. There's always time. I'm pretty sure Matt Reeves told him to look at that. But uh, I mean, he's... Jeffrey Wright has a really cool voice too. Yeah, it's just oh my god. Oh my god. What is this? Pull your... Oh, now I'm gonna get him sound like Batman. <laughs> but uh, Robert Pattinson's like he's not doing a, a Christian. Yeah, no, yeah. not at all. Not no at one all. in their right mind would do that. But he's like definitely like. Damn, low. what he was even sound like in that movie? Keeps it kind of low the whole time. Yeah. Selena, you were good doing it. You were a good cop, Jeffrey Wright. You're a good cop. Who's the guy? I think it was Bro, good because no, it's like not not noticeable, right? You know who I am. <laughs> so yeah. we're like complaining about it. it's just it's just him talking. No, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, like him him is him is Bruce Wayne a broken Bruce Wayne in this movie is really good. Mm-hmm. And then him being like we said that opening scene when he goes to the murder scene and all the cops are looking at him. Dude, he's been around for two years, but they're both they're seeing him and like, dude, I, I what know, the fuck is going? Like, exactly. who the fuck is this I, guy? I, and I know why is he in? I know here? we've talked about that before, but that scene like. The way when Batman walks into that room and the way everybody looks at him and, and just his costume in general, you look at him, you're like, damn, 
this is like the first time I I was <laughs> I realized that some dude in a weird bat costume. Dude, yes. same, same. And 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 I, and I feel like I feel it was like intentional. Like when Robert Pattinson, Robert Pattinson <laughs> in that scene, like uh, as Bruce Wayne, him as Batman in that scene. Doesn't feel one hundred percent comfortable no, pretending he, to be Batman he, either. He's walking in, and, and then you can tell he's kind of like, "I want to be here," but he he feels the eyes of yeah, everyone. yeah. He plays the awkward guy, and it's like, dude, like who the I just fucking who are you? As as it was going, I was like, dude, that was like right then. I was like, the concept of Batman's so fucking it's strange. super strange. It's super and then weird. And I was like. I was like, especially because he doesn't have power. If you have power, it's like, okay, but you're just some dude. I was, yeah. I was like, dude, if I was like one of those cops in there, I would look at Jim Gordon or someone else and be like, yo, that guy lost his fucking mind. Yeah, get him off insane. of the. He's insane. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys remember. There was a guy a few years back. He he, he was in Seattle. He went by the oh, name Phoenix yeah, yeah. Phoenix Jones. Oh, That's yeah, the yeah. vibe I was getting. I was like, dude, this is like Phoenix Jones. Turns out that guy ended up becoming a drug dealer later on. Really? But, yeah. Anyways. But as I was watching, I was like, "No, this, you know bought. what?" I was like, "You know what? This feels more real than yeah." The, that, that's kind of at the point where I was like, "This so, feels more real than the yeah." Christian Bale. Definitely, so it definitely. does. So like the the Nolan again, like the Nolan trilogy has this realism to it that is like it still seems kind of separated because we don't we can't really relate to like the billionaire lifestyle. We could relate to Bruce Wayne's traumas, but in this movie, the realism of like there's a guy. Who's emotionally just fucked up? Completely, I could have said he snapped because what healthy individual will just go do something like that? <laughs> no, we're walking to a police. Walking to a police station, it's like I'm a crime fighter. Like, dude, this is so weird. Like, and the and the he, he arrests this guy, and like he present and and you know it's intentional, right? Because of everything we t- discussed. Yeah, everything that happens later, but like it's like damn. Did we want it to be this real? I did. I loved yeah. it. I, oh, yeah. I think. Like, I think. I think. Um, this was the 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 first Batman movie that felt like a comic book to me. Yeah, it did. Um, because comic books are fucking weird too. Yeah, no, comic books are really <laughs> are really fucking weird. weird. Um, and the thing about the Christopher Nolan movies, at no point did that feel like a comic book. Because I think Christopher Nolan's just such a good, like, like kind of like blockbuster filmmaker. That he just made a blockbuster yeah, film. Yeah, and he has like and, a and, and, class to him. Yeah, and that and that could be said because you know when when the the Dark Knight came out, people were like, "Oh, this isn't a good comic book movie. It's just a good movie." Mm-hmm. And not to say that the Batman's not a good movie either, but I I feel like Matt Reeves understood the comic bookness of Batman. Yeah, and and the way that he that he Definitely. made this movie. Like I know. I, I was gonna mention this earlier, but like Batman Begins, is a very is a very like Charles Dickens, like London kind of world. And yeah, then this, oh, this yeah, Gotham yeah. changes in all three movies, right? The next one is like Chicago, but it has like this financial mm-hmm. like sleekness to it, and then the yeah. third one kind of continues that. There's L.A. in there for some reason, um, but also too, it's like it like. Christopher Nolan has this like ups not upstanding but like I, I keep throwing the word sophisticated because he does like oh Charles Dickens uh, Tales of Two Cities let's yeah. do Dark Knight but it it really comes off of someone that is very like um, upper class yeah. and, like well educated it here. comes off that way yeah. and then Matt Reeves comes in and he was like nah like this guy is rich but he is 
fuck. You, what he's fucked. What up. Do, what can money do to save somebody's mind? You know yeah, what I mean? it can't and, really and, do and see that's 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 a good point because mm-hmm. at no point do I feel like Christian Bale is as Bruce Wayne or Batman is out of control or do, is no. not completely calculated about everything that he's doing. Yeah. Whereas in this movie, even though you know Robert Pattinson's good at everything that he's doing, mm-hmm. there are moments where he just seems like he's going off the rails and like yeah. doesn't doesn't care whether or not he's going to get caught. I and did. He, yeah, he was... Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I think I put in our group chat earlier, is like, oh, this is the least graceful Batman I've seen. Oh, no, for sure. Was, I'm for like, sure. dude... I don't think I've ever seen Batman get punched more in than in yeah, this he movie. Yeah, he has a shiner when he shows up to yeah. one of those doors. But it's like, like you said, he doesn't have grace. He's like, he's not really. F- I don't like. I don't even know if he knows what his motives are to fighting crime. Yeah, like at the end, it becomes clear at the end. It becomes clear at the end, but you can tell he's a little hesitant too. Oh no, for sure. He's like, and then everyone else is hesitant too because it's like, it's like, are we? I'm gonna fight like do I fight you or she's yeah. like um I guess I'll follow you because I'm already in water anyway so yeah. I might as well follow this guy and he's like leading them with the, the right that part was cool yeah, yeah it was it was cool. pretty cool but it's, like, oh, it's really slow people. like no it's it's a it's a slow movie the whole movie is pretty slow but it seems like I mean even in that scene it, 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 it seems to take its time because it's like okay these decisions take time yeah like healing takes time and, and it's it, just like yeah, and it's it's um it's it's strange because uh the idea of the Batman is is you know his parents got killed so he doesn't want it to happen to anybody else yeah. ever again. But in this movie it feels like he's he's just being really selfish. Yeah, well he says he's vengeance. Yeah. He's getting he's not justice. He's so vengeance. yeah, so it's 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 a good it's a good character arc for him from the beginning of the movie to the end mm-hmm. how how it ends and he realizes that he needs to be more he can't just be one thing he has to be both Bruce Wayne yeah. and Batman um but yeah it's it's a it's a really good movie and i i just love the way that they um they just they kept him so grounded to the point that he need like He's Batman almost the entire movie. He's yeah, hardly he's hardly yeah. ever Bruce Wayne. Maybe like 10 15 minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. So it really made for a good like he was never turned off, you know? Like yeah. he was all he was always on, always on the trail trying to figure out what mm-hmm. the fuck is going on, you know? And there's hardly any scenes without him in it. Yeah. Um so you don't lose a lot of like time of like showing like all the efforts that cuz I mean like in the in the Nolan trilogy, like I said, Bruce Wayne just seems to know everything before everything's happening. Yeah. And then when he's not on screen, you're kind of just figuring like, oh, he's probably just sitting there because he already knows how the fucking the whole movie's gonna end. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this one, you were always with him, we're always seeing him think, always seeing yeah, him like we're always seeing it through his point of yeah. view. Yeah, he was pretty quite, quite literally through his oh yeah his yeah uh, contact lenses. <laughs> uh he was pretty fast at getting those riddles because i was like oh i thought this was gonna be a little more like he was yeah, pretty on it yeah i mean I, he was a lot more observant than like the police officers oh no for, for sure well, and, you, and, you talent, got, and you right? gotta and you gotta think like he spent like the, his whole like life tr- building up talents to like you know the martial arts the fucking decoding the fucking being observant i mean that's yeah he has a, the world's greatest detective he's got a top of the line education too because yeah from the yeah. billionaire family he's just 
I guess you would say that would be if he had a superpower it would be his so do you think it was do you think they should have cut anything like do you think it was too long to the point where they should have cut it I feel like the movie feels three hours but I don't necessarily think that they needed to cut yeah, anything out of there because a lot of the time uh, a lot of the movie you're spent and a lot of like the I know we talked about that the exposition yeah where it was like oh you thought it was me but really it was this guy yeah mm. but I know we've talked about like a lot of those old detective movies oh yeah it, yeah. it needs to be in there yeah because you and, need to and, explain and, and, I I said this about about um certain movies specifically Blade Runner twenty forty nine a lot of people complain that that movie was too long um but with 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 stories that are that fantastical same thing with this mm-hmm. one. The importance of the like the first Blade Runner, everybody considers, well, pretty much everybody considers it a classic, and I think the second one is too now. The reason why things need to be drawn out that long, mm-hmm. where you're seeing, like, is because that's not a world that we live in, and it's not a world that really exists. No. So you have to spend a lot of time there to really get what these people, like, what their day to day lives are like. Yeah. Like, you have to spend that much time there otherwise you're not going to be like you're not going to be in on yeah, like that it's, world it's connected a, to that world that's a good point because it's like oh you're dragged into this world but you really need to feel it out yeah. cuz i'm trying to think there's some movies that you know that are exceptionally long where it's like that didn't need to be in there yeah. that didn't need to be in there but in this movie i mean when i see it again maybe at my you'll you'll see I'll, something I'll see i can something ima- i can imagine yeah but i can't I don't know what I would cut out of that movie. You'd cut out the entire car chase. I well, I I, I like look. I think mm. I know the Batmobile should be like, in there. The Batmobile like, should be in there. It's fucking Batman, but it's like it's that whole scene. There's it's it just seems like it happens, right? Like it didn't really need to happen. Did they really need to do a car chase? Like it's cool. It's cool to watch. Also, did, did he stall his car at the beginning? He yeah, stalled yeah, his car. He did. He did. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. that that goes in line with he's like, like he's he doesn't know exactly what he's doing. No, yet. yeah, they're, yeah. They're, like right when that starts, he's like getting shot, and then like it cuts over to to Catwoman, and then it cuts back, and he's on the floor. And I was like, wait, when did when did that happen? I, How do you get him on the floor? You know like, what? I I I think I see where you're going from because I think if you you took out the car chase scene in the movie, like he could have captured the penguin in kind of any other way yeah Ooh, not but, any hold, other way wait, i know hold on but i'm uh, but you like about batman and robins oh that's true <laughs> but it's like you kind of had to do something super fucking cool in that movie too but yeah. also but i i also think that it it, cool it does it does help with the character building too because it's like in the world building because it's like you see that Batmobile and it's scary dude, dude. yeah it's it's, it's it, pretty, it, pretty it reminds gnarly. me you know what it kind of reminded me of is because it, when it first shows and it's in the shadows and it like it's fucking fire coming out of it and you're just like whoa it's angry yeah. it reminds me of the furnace or the boiler in the first <laughs> Home Alone <laughs> I was like oh I felt the same fear I was like oh it's back but now I'm in my 30s and it's still scary oh man but it, I mean but yeah yeah you're right. It's it's uh, and then also, you you said this the other day. You feel scared for Batman because it's like, oh, that car seems pretty tough, but it, it looks like 
it looks like a Camaro with a rocket engine. Yeah, in the back. it's Bloody. like, dude, if he hits that rocket at the wrong time, he hits a fucking steel grate. He's dead for yeah, sure. Yeah, but he, he he did luck out in that fucking drive. Oh no, for well, sure. Yeah, I, I like, mean, oh, he's shit. driving, and then there's these dudes that are just going to work, like, uh, got to deliver. <laughs> yeah. and just ramp oh my god, my truck a bear lower. No, but uh, right, and it's like that that ramp just appears yeah. in front of him, and it's like, damn, I don't even get this luck in the video games I play. I know. But you know what? It was. I mean, I guess in the Batman movies, you have to have a car chase in there. There's some elements of, of Batman you have to throw in there. And, like, that was super cool. It was super cool. And it was filmed so weird, like, so cool. Yeah. I, I know I it's I, it. I know it's a little funny that, like, because it was in the trailer where he's walking and he's upside down. Yeah. But then he, like, peeks in there. It's kind of it's kind of weird. He's <laughs> <It's> like, hey. <laughs> Hi. Um, you know what part I really liked in the movie was... Uh, uh, when he escapes from the the precinct, oh yeah, I really, I really love that. And he's just like yeah, fucking. He's like, you're gonna hit me. Yeah. He's like, there's a back door. And then later, he sees him. And he's like, you could have pulled your punch. <laughs> I did. I did. I did. But I know like, when yeah, when fucking. when he does his fucking squirrel suit and he's like saying oh, there, dude. and then he's like, <laughs> that was like, one yeah, of my favorite fucking, scenes like, in the whole movie because it's it's he's in there and he's like. Dude, like in the other Batman, just like this guy just fucking just without fucking thinking, leaps, yeah. just leaps. Like he's in the Matrix, and he knows he's gonna bounce off the ground. This one, he jumps off, and he's just like, "Oh fuck, I'm on top!" Like any other regular person would have. Yeah, he designed that suit to do that, but it's like it's probably like this is the first try. Yeah, 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 it's like you sure. jumping out of an airplane. It's like, oh, this parachute's supposed to work, but I don't know if it's going. <laughs> I don't to. know. Here it goes. Let's go. I thought that was. You the head that cam. decision, to, yeah, dude. The decision to do fun. that was so awesome, dude. Like, yeah, because it's like, yes, this is this is exactly how you. This would see. Uh, Batman takes a few L's. I, I, like he doesn't land that. Oh no, he definitely doesn't. Oh yeah, he crafts pretty. Crazy. Uh, I was gonna say if if I felt you could cut anything out of the movie, but actually still keep it, mm -hmm. the end Riddler Joker scene. Oh, I think yeah. you could have cut that scene out and put that as a post credit yeah, scene. Yeah, been post -credit been, yeah. yeah. I don't think it was it that that was probably the movie didn't need that. It didn't yeah. need that. That was probably one of the, the parts in the whole movie that I just it just seemed to stick out. That mm -hmm. It was yeah. just like, wait, this really doesn't make any Yeah. Sense. Yeah, it doesn't. Because and I know we said this before, it, it's another Jim Carrey, Tommy Lee Jones thing, and it's like you got that weird little dude from <laughs> yeah. the Eternals in there. He has to play the Joker. I so like he, that guy. I, do, I, I, I like him, I too, like him yeah. too, but he's got to be weird. He's got to be crazy because he's the Joker, so he doesn't laugh. And then Paul and then Dano Paul is there is like, oh, I'm Paul Dano. <laughs> Paul, Paul Dano <laughs> seems like a kid that watched uh, <laughs> The Dark Knight way too many times and was like, yeah, the Joker. Fuck <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's right. Oh, <laughs> Dude, I was in there watching it, and there was this cholo dude sitting in front. And then when the the Riddler first came out, he I heard him and whatever spiel he does, I just heard that dude go like, "What?" The? And he I see him looking around. He's like, "Oh my god!" And then like, he comes out again, and then this guy's like, and he just starts laughing. And at the end movie, anytime the Riddler from that point on appeared on screen, this dude started cracking up. <laughs> I wonder if that's just because like. Paul Dano's like not really a menacing. Yeah, he's person. not intimidating. He's like a, at yeah, all. so it's he, like he takes liberties with that role. He he's really shooting. He, it's yeah. It's via... when, when they introduce him, I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. But yeah, then yeah, he yeah. does it like ah, like scream. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, this is wow. We're going with this. 
Yeah, it's like, <laughs> come on, dude. You're not Heath Ledger. Um, I did like the Riddler character. Paul yeah. Dano, it's a... Uh, him in uh, There Will Be Blood is also really weird in that movie, too. Yeah. Uh, maybe unnecessarily weird. I don't know. Swiss Army Man. Swiss Army Man. Haven't checked that one out. I will <laughs> check it out. But uh, we're running pretty long here, guys. But I want to thank you guys for being on the podcast. Um, hopefully people enjoy this episode. Wait, can I bring up one last thing? One last thing. All right. Yeah. The adrenaline shot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Love the adrenaline it. shot. That part was pretty cool. <laughs> um, All right, I'm done. I saw somebody saying like, "Oh, that's probably Venom, fucking uh, Bane's shit." Oh, but I think it was just fucking adrenaline. Shit. Yeah, that seems like yeah. a military thing. But uh, yeah, guys, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, this one was really fun. I hope you guys enjoy this one, and uh, we'll see you again. Uh, say goodbye, guys. Uh, oh, okay. unison. Uh, Alright, everybody, no, alright, this uh, whole say goodbye. Everyone do your favorite Batman voice and say goodbye. Count of three. One, two, three. Goodbye. 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 <laughs>